Hello, and welcome to Fan Slash Fiction with Andrew Slash Zach. I'm Zach Dunsing, and with me as always is Andrew Gum, who is returning this week, but we forgot to record an intro, so I'm having to do this one on the fly. Well, hey, man. How you doing? Hey, uh, welcome back. It's good to be back. Um, I listened to your episode with Jamie, and uh, you guys have way better chemistry, so she should just take over. I think. I think so. Yeah, I think we all kind of agree that that's the case. Yeah, is, if that was like a soft. <laughs> I think. Goodbye, uh, well, no, I mean, I think I, she uh, should, I got the message. I think she should take over <laughs> for both of us because she obviously knows a lot more about fan fiction than we do. Yeah, and she's very charming, so that's, I mean, that's a slam dunk. Just pass the torch. You know what the thing Um, is, is I don't think she wants the job. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about qualified candidates. (laughs) Right, yeah. They have other offers. (laughs) So... What's been going on with you? I guess it'll have to be us. Uh, I've been good. I've been in New York twice. I went with You went to New York twice? Yeah, twice, with one day in between. Uh, it was foolish, but fun. Wait, you were just there once, one extended time. No, no, I was there two medium times. So I you was, were there, uh, you flew back to California back for a day, and, flew back and then you again. flew back yes. out to New York. What in Correct. the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, so I was trying to do it so I could fly out and just stay there, because uh-huh. I wanted to see some Broadway shows that we didn't get. So I was, I was the whole reason I went out in the first place was to chaperone my, uh, my students at the high school. Right. But then they released this musical, Be More Chill, which is very fun and very cool, on Broadway, but we don't know how long the run's going to be. Uh-huh. So Lindsay and I are big fans. We wanted to go see that. Um... And so we went, and I had to come back to get the kids onto the plane and then take them back out. So, so you it just was bad planning. <laughs> so you were, yeah. you were like, you, okay, so you, what, stayed to see a Broadway play with your wife and then flew back just to escort teenagers onto an airplane. Onto a plane. Yes, that's correct. Oh, boy. Because I was the head of the, of the, program so like the other chaperones definitely could have done it but that's kind of a crappy thing to do i've been planning the trip for like a year with yeah. the students so. i'd say it's also just like kind like, of a crappy thing there, to do idiots. to make somebody fly back from new york just for a day <laughs> yeah also a crappy thing but, to do. but at least the crappy thing is happening to an adult sort of as opposed sure. to a uh, student i mean so, that's you know adults a pretty strong word but yeah i know but I uh, I realized today that the definition of adult that I can actually get behind is you have to suffer the consequences of all of your choices. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, in that regard, yeah, adults. Sure. Uh, you pay for everything. <laughs> so. Yeah, there's yeah. no one no one getting you off the hook anytime soon. Or yeah, there's no true. like, there's no one around that's going to sweep anything you've done under the rug. Yeah, no, you have to, you have to pay for all of your transgressions yeah so yeah yeah. i guess that also makes sense in the in terms of like you know people who you know ended up end up having to grow up a lot faster than other people because they have more serious things to deal with 
yeah, they, they're dealing with consequences earlier and therefore grow up faster. So it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just consequences. <laughs> Adulthood is just consequences. So that was Welcome. one of the consequences of my, uh, of my inability to plan better. And so I, so I did it because so, I guess I'm an adult now. Did you like, did you have any disasters on the trip with your students? You know, we didn't. I was like gritting my teeth for it the whole time. Mm -hmm. The students were great. It was really well, fun. Well, we, uh, yeah, I'm super proud trouble. of them. <laughs> no, like worst things that happened where people were like ordering pizza <laughs> late at night uh, and, you know, sleeping in a little bit. So we started our days like a tiny bit late, like 15 minutes late. How are it even was... your students dorks? I don't know. It's great. I'm so happy with my little <laughs> dorks. It's like, when we, like, there were all, whenever we did speech and debate meets in high school, there were always the kids that were, like, having sex and doing drugs. Yeah, everybody and, was just running around trying to finger each other. Yeah, that's what childhood was in the early 2000s. That's what the early, early aughts were like. Yeah, in the 2000 teens, apparently everyone's just like, no, it's, it's you know, it's hard enough out well, there. Well, you we'll know that, I mean, time. yeah, everybody stopped trying to finger everybody right after 9-11. I know. It's like really the end of mm -hmm. just hand stuff. Yeah, that was the end of it was the end of hand stuff for this entire country. I know. That's the real tragedy that mm -hmm. no one talks about. I went to the nine eleven memorial in New York and they don't even mention it. <laughs> wow, that's shocking. I know. I know. It's more about the people who died. Oh. Yeah, I've heard that's uh, pretty intense. It is. I was very like affected by it mm -hmm. the, the whole thing is there's these two fountains that are the footprint of the original buildings mm -hmm. yeah and they like it's water falling down and then water from any angle you look at it then the water falls into a deeper chasm in the middle mm -hmm. and if you listen apparently if you listen carefully it was designed so there's no sound that comes from that second water falling and it's remembering silence or remembering the sound of silence is the the name of the memorial it's just very very heavy yeah so, do, you, do you remember that time when we had that discussion about how um i wanted you to stop opening shows with uh 9 <laughs> <laughs> memorial uh descriptions <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I just, I really think it's a nice way to warm up the audience, yeah. you know? Just why remember you just where your, you why were, just go back remember to your... where you were during 9-11, <laughs> and then now you're ready to have a good time. I asked my student that the other day, and she was like, I was not born yet. I said, oh, that yeah, makes Yeah, that's all that of my students. Yeah, that's every single one of my students. It's pretty crazy. So, um, um, yeah. The Pearl Harbor Memorial, however... Yeah, Pretty sexy. I mean that one's that one's a gas. <laughs> it's a real, it's a real fun one. Well, we are off um, to a heck of a start here. Um, do you want to do you want to go first, or you want me to? Yeah, man, I got some fun stuff for you. I mean, we've discussed several of these before. Um, talking about alternate universes today. Uh, yeah, do you want to cool. explain the sort of AU concept again? Yes, I do. One second, I have reference material. Wow. Uh, yeah. Somebody um, somebody really wants I'm to keep their this, job. <laughs> uh, I'm getting this from a post. Just there was a super comprehensive list, so I want to give a shout out to I'm Ghost, uh, 
from the blog The Life and Mind of Ghost, uh, who's 29, an anime fan, and it is a non-comprehensive, but just sort of the 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 ones that she identified as like the the kind of most common alternate universes, mm-hmm. and among the most common there is hundreds. So I pulled from those hundreds some ones that I found particularly interesting, as well as ones that you know just you know we've discussed in the past, and I thought we could talk about those alternate universes because it made me think about something in this whole fan fiction world that we haven't gone too deeply into. So, uh, want to hear um, yeah. about some of them? Yeah, I'm fascinated. Let's let's go. Cool. So, one of the one of the first things that I started seeing as a pattern as I was reading through the list was there is a whole series of them that are just an occupation Mm-hmm. where there's some sort of a transaction that happens within that occupation that they just start putting pairings of people from, like, fan properties into. So you can imagine. So wedding planner. So there's one person who's okay. a really famous wedding planner, and they're planning the wedding of so-and-so. Okay, so, like, that- it's a... It's, like, basically a fi- probably a fictional character who is a famous wedding planner or maybe even an actually famous wedding planner in the real world, but they're planning, like, Ant-Man and the Wasp's wedding. Yeah, exactly. Got and it. it's Jubilee, and if she touches somebody, oh. then, like, yeah, she absorbs, like, the Wasp's, you know, love That's for rogue. Ant-Man and then get a... Oh, yeah, Jubilee's the, the fireworks. She fingers. just shoots sparkles out oh, of her okay. fingers. Yeah, how embarrassing for everyone. Mostly her. Um, <laughs> and so you take that same idea and you put that into other ways. So there's uh-huh. tattoo parlor, barista, Ooh. photographer slash model, YouTube, single parent, scientist, roommate, rock star, prison, pirate, hooker. It's basically all available jobs. Sure. But it who's, just... who's the barista who's getting tattooed by whom? Um, I'm assuming that the barista would be uh, would be Beast, like just like trying to to go Zen for the X Man. So he's yeah he's the the he's the Beastrista. Beastrista, and he had to shave a section of his blue arm, and he's getting tattooed by Wolverine, who's really uh-huh. upset because he keeps on trying to tattoo himself, but his skin keeps on rejecting. They keep it. healing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, that's how I would see that going down. Do you think does does he just like uh, does he just like pop out his middle claw and put ink on it and just tap 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 tap? Like I would a, assume like a that he's got a real stick. Yeah, a real stick and poke scenario. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's like yeah, Wolverine's whole thing is stick and poke. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but I bet he'd be good at it. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been alive for a long time. And I bet, like, that would be zen for him as well. It's like stabbing for art as opposed to... Like, sorry, rage. I uh, accidentally tattooed your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you'll remember me Yeah. Uh, for a minute. Okay, and then the other ones I started getting into uh, were the ones that I thought, you know, these first two are just ones that, of course, you would expect. So there's steampunk alternate universe, which is you know, take anything and put it into a steampunk world, which we haven't talked about very much. Have we, or have we talked about steampunk? Um, Do you want to know why we haven't talked about steampunk? Because you think steampunk is lame? Because I hate steampunk. (laughs) (laughs) It is fascinating. And I think it, I mean, I may be wrong, but did that all start with 
Wild Wild West, uh, Jim West Desperado. <laughs> Keep going. I'm not sure which film you're referring to. <laughs> That's all I know That's about it. the film. Other uh, than there was uh, I, what's his name, the British actor who made all the the Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, Kenneth is Branagh, spider legged dude. Yeah. Well, that whole That's pretty cool. That whole giant robotic spider is left over from a concept for a Superman movie that basically never got used. Really? Yeah, the producer on that movie, like, he he's the producer on all the Batman and Superman movies, actually. But um, when he was when Tim Burton was trying to make a Superman movie uh, mm, with Nick Cage, with Nick Cage, he basically like this producer had one really had a bunch of weird stipulations, but one of them was that at some point in time in the movie, Superman fights a ro- giant robotic spider. Um, that movie never happened, and then she just ended up using it like putting it in the wild west sorry wild wild west yeah, uh there's two which makes there. even less less sense <laughs> less um, less that's funny uh, so well yeah that guy clearly has a specific fetish that finally yeah. got scratched by uh wild wild west but steampunk then subsequently became a fetish no i think it keeps on being scratched over and over again yeah I, no i think steampunk the has I think it actually started um, with the death of Nikola Tesla. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone was like, "Oh, that was the original power source." Oh gee, which which is interesting. Like, I mean, that's literally an alternate universe that could have been. Like, if Nikola Tesla's what is it? It's not direct current or alternate alternating alternating current. current. It yeah. was like a it was alternating current. And he just figured it out earlier. I don't. And then Edison had direct current, which is what electrocutes well, you and kills Westinghouse you. Westinghouse was in there somewhere. They all kill you. Yeah. <laughs> just some of them kill you current. more efficiently. I guess that's true. Anyway, so that makes sense. Um, and then another one that that jumped out of there is Hogwarts AU. So like putting putting people into the Harry Potter Hogwarts world. So you got. You know, Bucky Barnes and Steve Rogers having sex with each other in Hogwarts. Yeah, God, they um, can't keep their hands off of each other. Seriously, are they even I like? Mean, are they even you know like school age? Are they just adult Winter Soldier? And I think for Hogwarts AU, you, you probably have to be either a either a student or a teacher. So, sure, I mean you can you can fetishize that in any number of combinations. Sure, which is cool. Sure. So um, who's, I mean, what's a character that you think should, who's a character who you want to inter- interact with the, and not Stephen Strange, because you said that before. I know. That's, I mean, that's my go-to answer. I just sure. think that would be amazing because that would he, be. He's a uh, wizard. Because he's actually, and he's like, he would go and that's where he would learn, you know, <laughs> like that's where he learns to be sure. a wizard. Um, but uh, if I could send another kind of character to Hogwarts, I think it would just have to be like a a magical person from a different, like, like Avatar Aang or something would go sure. to Hogwarts with a completely different conception of magic or I'm trying to think of another just idea of, or like the Wizards of Earthsea, that dude goes to, or Merlin, is. you know. Merlin, like the, sure. Uh, yeah, is, like, is Merlin not a character in Hogwarts? They give I mean, it, like, in, there's in the, the reference to the orders of Merlin and yeah. stuff like that. But it's like, 
so theoretically he's a historical figure there, but Merlin's kind of magic was not the same kind of magic. Sure. It was much more, you know, dark and arcane. Anyway. Dark, more uh, so dark and arcane it. than splitting your soul into seven pieces? You know, touche. Touche on that count. <laughs> okay, uh, so go ahead. Another one's the one that we've spoken about before, Gender Swap and Gender Bend AU, which is, you know, just I would like mm-hmm. Hamlet to be a woman. We've These are yeah, old we've, categories. Sure. Uh, one I came across that I think you would, that really does settle a longstanding uh, argument between us is Avatar versus Navi AU. Uh, <laughs> so if you call it Avatar AU, then it's in Avatar The Last Airbender. If they call it Navi AU, then it's in Avatar, your Avatar. Sure, uh, my Avatar. <laughs> so <laughs> they should just call it Zach's yeah, Avatar. Yeah, <laughs> they should call it Zach's Avatar <laughs> AU. Which is interesting. Uh, and then we start getting into some of the stuff that I think is really interesting. Oh, one last in that mm-hmm. kind of a uh, style is uh, de- like deserted island AU, like obviously. Oh, just anybody who ends on. up, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I get that. Um, but then we get into Bonnie and Clyde AU, which I think is such a cool specific one where they literally go through the exact events of Bonnie and Clyde, but with those characters. Like there's two outlaws on the run and they die together at the end but they do it with those uh and you like, just like those characters you just like swap out uh black widow and hawkeye if instead of bonnie yeah. and Clyde. and so Weird. instead of like gunning them down with tommy guns it's just like like Ultrons. walter ppks and <laughs> and arrows yeah <laughs> they're just mowing people down with, yeah totally which is fun um, this was one that I really liked, um, Dark Side AU, which uh-huh. is basically you take any story and you say, what if the worst case scenario happened? What's going on now? Which, well, like, know, well, like, give me an example of that. I mean, the one that they used, this isn't me, even though I would have used this example as well. It's like, what if Voldemort killed Harry and took over? And now you're dealing with like the... The, the third Reich of the wizarding world, mm-hmm. like, and who's in the resistance and all that stuff. Uh, or let's say, I mean, basically what's funny is the newest Terminator movie is kind of, we're going into dark side AU. Like they, they did it. Like the bad guy. Terminator Genesis. Won. Avengers. Did I say Terminator? I meant you Avengers. Said, you said Terminator. I was looking at the next one down the line, which is a total spoiler. Terminator is coming. I see. Um, yeah, no, but, totally. I mean, like, uh, except that that Infinity War is actually only like half of a movie. Right. And of course, I mean, I'm sure there will be sad bits. I just want, I mean, we've talked about this before. I just want him to have some, you deaths. know, cojones and really go for it. Like, they got to make ones that are, yeah. yeah, the ones that are left from before. Even trade, like at the end, it's still half and half gone, but everybody, and it's just like, wait, but that's just as bad. It's like, yeah, but those ones sacrifice themselves for everybody to come back. I want them to go hard in the paint like that, but. Um, yeah, we'll see. I don't think they will, but I hope they at least make some permanent decisions. Yeah, that would be cool. I would like that. Um, 
these were two separate ones, but I put them together because I wanted to ask you a question about who you would want to be. Okay, so the ones okay. are Ghost AU, where you've got one beloved character who's coming back as a ghost to haunt another beloved character. Okay. And then the the one that I found adjacent to that was Ghost Buster AU, <laughs> where you've got <laughs> characters taking the role of the Ghost Busters, <laughs> which is awesome. I mean, well, what's your... I mean, who's a, who would be a good ghost-busting team? A good ghost-busting team? Yeah. Mm. I think who, the Magnificent Seven would be a pretty fun... <laughs> they're all pretty <laughs> good like, shots. Yeah, exactly. And they're like in the Wild West. They're all kind of a ragtag team, like mm-hmm. going around busting, busting Western ghosts. So then we need a... Then we need another Western crew to be the... Uh, the, the ghosts. ghosts. Well, you can. I mean, you could just. Uh, yeah, I mean, just use the, all the old Japanese, old dead Japanese dudes from Seven Samurai. Oh, that is. So They're the ghosts, good. and then the remakes are the Ghostbusters. Oh, well done. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's exactly why I chose that one for this moment. I'm so happy. <laughs> I want to stop now because that was good, but I'll keep going. I mean. Um, you know, we could... There's only... Okay, go, there's go only for a it. a few more. Do a couple more and then um, we can move on to the next thing. Cool. Um, so the next one is Groundhog Day AU. Um, and the reason I included that one is because I feel like everything is Groundhog Day related now. There's what are you, Russian what are you gonna... Doll, Happy Death Day, oh, Edge yeah. of Tomorrow. That's like all using that same trope of stuck in the Which, same but day what's weird because that's a very i mean that's a very simple and interesting premise and there are actually only like four mo- movies in the, from the past 30 years that i think actually do it and there's only two that do it well groundhog day I mean, and edge of tomorrow which one edge of tomorrow i do like edge of tomorrow that's a good I think movie Russian doll is pretty good i I'm, haven't I'm only seen halfway it in, i'm only halfway into it and it seems like there's something else going on beyond just that she's mm-hmm. stuck in like, I like her loop. Yeah, me too. And uh, I, I mean, I guess Happy Death Day it. and Happy Death Day 2 are fine in the context of their horror movie. They're like PG-13 horror movies. Right. Which but is they're just... also lame. Um, other than the original Poltergeist, which is actually a PG horror movie. Right. And maybe that's all. I just, I don't think there are that many good PG-13 horror movies. It's hard to... Hard to pin them down. Yeah, it's hard to do much. If we ever had anyone <laughs> send us mail, I would love a list of good PG-13 horror movies that we could discuss. <laughs> so if you're out there, Perfect. Uh, Dane, <laughs> send us send us an idea. Or Ricky. Uh, we, got a, you know. we got a Ricky following us now? Yeah, we got a Ricky. Hey, He's Rick. He's been here from the beginning. He's the one that sent us the lightning lasagna. I totally forgot. I oh, yeah. Right, said right, thanks right, right. again, Ricky, for that. Thanks, Ricky. Anyway, we had a Garfield sex thing, and he sent us lightning lasagna. You should listen to the first season. Yeah, anyway. that's out of context. That doesn't exactly add up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one is the Terminator, which I thought was interesting. Other other people fighting the Terminator. Who would be your favorite person to see fight the Terminator? Um. Arnold Schwarzenegger's character from Commando. Very good answer. Or the predator, like <laughs> predator. predator. I mean, the it's original even better because Commando be cool actually too. sucks as a movie. But 
Yeah, but it's it's kind of it's like cheese ball enough that it would yeah. work. Um, another one was Lovecraftian AU, and I just that got my mind working. Like that's sure. such an interesting, like, just yeah, mind horror, like cosmic horror. Yeah, and applying that to other cosmic superheroes, like uh, like Captain Marvel, the Silver and Surfer. Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah, Silver Surfer. That's pretty good. I mean, Thanos is kind of like a not Thanos, the big. World Galactus, Galactus mm-hmm. is kind of like a Lovecraftian monster. Mm-hmm. Except like he's a got a face and yeah, hands. Which is stupid. It's really just dumb. stupid. He's just like a dude. <laughs> he like <laughs> like that. He face. just well, yeah. That he like really rolls up to a planet and just like he should just pull out like a Florida a size like nice and <laughs> knife and fork. Yeah, <laughs> and just a straw just, to suck up like gas he, giants. Just, just picks it up and eats it like a gnocchi. Yeah, that'd be cute. Uh, <laughs> Okay, and here we get into one of the weirder ones. Okay. Uh, this one, I can't even imagine, but it's mating cycle AU, where it's- <sighs> What does that mean? Like, it's just everyone goes into heat like animals, where they have this biological urge to, like, have sex. It just- has nothing to do with desire. It's they so, I mean, it's heat. just like, it's just like erotica where you don't even have a pretense of why- they're f-ing. right it's just i need to now that's all that's why that is weird yeah i guess maybe it, you use that as a literary device just so you don't have to like do the pre stuff it's just, i think that's it's the time that's the, that's the opposite of a of a device that's like yeah. <laughs> it's removed it's a device any... to get around a device yeah exactly uh yeah that's funny um it's pretty weird uh this is one that you see. Well, I mean, see but talk happen. about where Beast would. I mean, oh, we're yeah. going to be throwing some Beast, Beast He's into some He's going AU. into heat big time. Big and then time. Jubilee, I assume, could just make fireworks well, based on. It, well, that would be the crazy thing is that like everyone would be in heat and still no one would be Jubilee because all she does is shoot fireworks out of her. Fingertips. They'd be like, ooh, even though I really need to, that's such a boring superpower. That, that is I just, just can't. really super lame, Jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> now, no one's in that much heat. <laughs> <laughs> well, she makes her own heat Same. with her fingers, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it's fireworks. Uh, the other one is uh, reverse, which is just the heroes are the villains and the villains are the heroes. Which so they're still is- just fighting each other? <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like every, like Marvel does that to itself all the time. There's like the bad Superman, bad the Flash, etc. Yeah, Um, those are all DC characters, but... Yeah, the final, yeah, sorry, you're right. That was embarrassing for Jubilee (laughs) and me. Uh, So, the the final two, one that I thought was just really funny uh, Mm -hmm. is Mundane AU, where you take mm-hmm. these fantastical characters and take everything cool about them away. And just, well, like, send them to Target? Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> to, like pick up you take Gatorade. Professor, <laughs> Professor X, and he still is in a wheelchair, but he has no powers. <laughs> wow. That's, that seems, yeah. at least let him walk. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, that would be making him less mundane, because he could, I mean, I guess being in a wheelchair is kind of interesting. So I guess you could take away his, his wheelchair. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> why don't we, we should probably run that by any, anybody who's listening to the show who's actually in a wheelchair. Being in a wheelchair is interesting. <laughs> see, if it's, it's, see if they find it, as you put it, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, you know, it's a, it's like a, definitely a character piece. Sure. Makes you different than the crowd, uh, which, I don't know, maybe I'm making this worse now. Probably. Uh, and then last and least... There was one that I thought was particularly apropos to us, and that is Podcast AU, <laughs> where you take whatever the character is, and they just do a podcast. So it's just like Batman doing a podcast with the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> and the Joker That's like it. laughs sycophantically at all of his jokes. Right. Exactly. And they say that- Can you imagine what- vale. Can you imagine like what- Batman's podcasting setup in the Batcave would be like? I mean, the sound quality would be impeccable. I know. I know that. Or probably uh, there would just be a lot of echo. Yeah, that's true. But the I mean, equipment that he has yeah, is stellar. Top of the line. Top mm-hmm. of the line. And it would definitely also function as a bug that's like bugging everyone in Gotham mm-hmm. City. And sure. So he could pull from their phone calls to do a Cut call into section. the show. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, whereas the Joker would just be uh, screaming into a microphone plugged into nothing. Yeah. So. Uh, Sounds like a cool so podcast. One too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's a, that's sort of the alternate universe. But what I realized that alternate universe is is just all the ways that things could be. And so an alternate universe is just imagine a character in any possible setting, scenario, crossover, mashup. And so it's like alternate universe becomes this infinite possibility of just any way that the universe could arrange itself. Well, um, Andrew, have you ever actually like looked into the scientific com- concept of alternate universes? <laughs> Yeah, where it's like all of them. <laughs> yeah, because that's kind of how it works. Yeah, so it's there's just... an infinite number of them in such in such a way that an infinite number of possibilities. So part of me wonders exist. if it's just if fan fiction writers are just universe creators. They're just thinking about all the things that could be, and that's just what that drive is in people. As as a fanfic creator, you're just, that's one way it could be. It could also be infinite other ways. Let's write down all of those ways it could be. And so are are they just with their minds making all possible realities? So is that the only difference between like, does that mean that the only thing the only thing that's canon is like the is like universe prime. Yeah, just and according to whomever probably, thinks that. Yeah, is it. and we're probably not in it. Yeah, you know? right. Like if you look at our, I mean, we've said this before, but if you look at our world as it is right now, like we're definitely not the, we're not main universe. This has got to be some kind of a, of a spin-off episode of the universe. What do you think what do you think the gimmick though is? What do you think the gimmick in our universe is? I think like there's another universe like just for the sake of argument there's another universe out there that's universe prime and it's like the real one. It's the one that people actually read. But then there's other people who wrote our universe. What's the stick to it? The shtick to it. I feel like our like the current shtick is mm-hmm. just 
like all Worst the leaders scenario. are idiots. You know, just <laughs> Their dark side. like that. Yeah, that that's just imagine if all of like the unlikable side characters were in charge. Look that, around the world. <laughs> imagine like, if uh like you know our like universe that's super cool and everybody like has a good time. Imagine if it was totally dysfunctional and fucking blue. <laughs> that's yeah. the that's the shtick in our universe. Yeah, that's fun. What would our universe a- be like if we just uh, we peppered it with tons of depression? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. So that's that funny. That's it. a good like, writing exercise. <laughs> yeah, it's just like we took uh, the main universe and just like crammed it full of Netflix and existential dread. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's our universe where we have to like we have to bury ourselves in fictional stories just to distract ourselves from the nightmarish reality of of reality so like this is the universe where all the stories come from cuz reality is so bleak <laughs> uh, yeah and the other universe is where all the like cool stuff happens yeah where it's like you just go out and live your life and you don't watch tv or read things because yeah. your life is interesting and prince is still alive Oh, yeah. That was a big part of this new thing. It was like, remember, like, right after the world started going real, real bad, like, post-election, and every cool person died at once? I mean, it was just... uh, Time? Prince and Alec Rickman. No, but, like, uh, not just Alan Rick. There was, uh, you know... Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. he was in Labyrinth. Sure. He was great. Uh, Are you talking about David Bowie? Yes, I'm talking about David Bowie. I kept on wanting to say Bono, but that wouldn't be as big of a deal. I mean, uh, he's yeah. things for the world. Was it same year? I don't know. I guess probably it was. Um. Anyway, so that's what it got me thinking about, was just alternate universe is like, are we just doing it? Is that what fan fiction is doing? Is it creating all possible remixed universes at an exponentially increasing rate? Is that what all all this is about? Is just, if it could be, let's make it. What? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Maybe. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, that's uh, that's what it got me thinking about. It was just an angle I hadn't thought about. Do you have do you have fun stuff for us to do or uh, an idea? No, I thought we could talk about the nine eleven memorial again. That's cool. The remembering the sound of silence. Um. So yeah, you're right. I do have so I do have something. I have a couple things that I want to do. Cool. So uh, on last week's show, we had a substitute hostess, Jamie Bradley, you, who did excellent work. Yes, thank you, Jamie. Thank she you, doesn't Jamie. listen to the show. Um, Great. And uh, I did. We did a little bit with her um, that didn't really work. Uh, so I want to do the same bit with you. It's called Random Fandoms, uh, and see okay. if. Um, we have some more luck, or if uh, it's just a bad idea. Great. Let's uh, let's make a bad idea into an average idea. Great. So um, I have here a list of a bunch of random fandoms, and uh, I want you you're gonna you're gonna pick a number and okay. a letter. So the number one through twenty six and a letter, okay. and then uh, I'm gonna give you the corresponding fandoms, and you have to. 
cross them over. Perfect. 3G. 3G. Okay. And you also feel free to say those in reverse orders because that will change things a bit. Ah. So you can go G3 would not, or G3 would not be the same as 3G, but we're doing 3G. Okay. Star Trek The Next Generation. Easy. And Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> cool. So Edward Scissorhands is in the neighborhood where he's been hanging out and he's been, uh, He's been cutting things up. He can barely speak. Uh He's trying to establish his humanity Uh in there, but he's like, he never fits in and it's, and it's never working, but the the reality keeps glitching around him everywhere. Mm -hmm. And he thinks he's hallucinating or dying. And he's like having these memories of the guy who made him as this clockwork machine thing, but yeah, but never finished his hands. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, and then he keeps on getting these like little signals. He's seeing space. He's seeing travel, like uh, at warp speed. Mm-hmm. And he's getting this like this information. You and could do a thing the where course- the uh, the the his Vincent Price's face gradually like gets um, interchanged with Jean Luc Picard's Cap- face. Yes, exactly. That keeps perfect. going back and forth. He's like remembering, yeah. okay. and it's going back and forth. And what he realizes is that. Um, this is that it's data that Edward Scissorhands mm. is data who is being assimilated by the Borg, and mm. John Luke Picard is trying to pull him out of that. And so, the, this, the, so the Borg create like a sort of fantasy world for him to live in, where, yes, where unfortunately the, like he has scissors inter- for hands. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to interact, and he's the, like basically like like fully disconnected from the people around him, which is always data's worst fear is that he mm-hmm. could never be human, and he would always be ostracized. So he's living out this kind of surrealist robot fever dream of his own fears. And uh, also and the, he, uh, I mean the, the like leather getup that Edward Scissorhands is in is kind of pretty, pretty similar to the Borg. Yeah. It's very sexy and very Borg, like the Borg queen mm-hmm. who was alarmingly sexy when it like pulls just like her head Especially and, like, when, uh... skin torso off of like the thing and then <laughs> mounts it down into the body. I was 11 and weirdly aroused. So I, I don't know say, what that's about. You were even into it after all of the flesh got eaten off of her body? Yeah. So much. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that uh, says Rather than me. deconstruct that, do you want to give me a couple more? <laughs> yeah, cool. B9. B9. Okay, Batman the Animated Series. Okay. And Flight of the Concords. <laughs> mm, oh, I really wanted it to be Star Wars because then it could do the Mark Hamill thing. Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, Batman the Animated Series, it's like it's a normal episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Joker gives out like one of his big deadly gas attacks mm-hmm. and everyone's laughing and laughing and laughing uh, until they die. And then like, we just like fast motion, see the, de- like the decomposition of like Batman's body and like it moldering and disappearing. And then we see this like cardboard foot, like stomp on the cowl where his skull is. And we pan up and it's the flight of the Concords in their like dumb robot outfits. And they <laughs> sing the humans are dead. <laughs> The so it's are dead. <laughs> it's only it's only Batman for the first part of it, and then everyone yeah. dies, and the robots and it was a, take it was over. 
Exactly. And then the robots have risen at that point. Got it. And it's actually just Jemaine and Brett. So, um, cool. This is my want... favorite game. Let's, want... okay. let's keep going. All right. We'll, uh, we'll go until you run out of steam, little engine. F7. <laughs> okay. X7. That was Ooh. F, but yeah. Oh, you said F? That's cool. Yeah. Oh, F or X, whichever's more fun. Okay. Let's see. Are both terrible? <laughs> no. Uh, no, there's just some of them double up because I didn't come up with more than 26 things. Gotcha. So it's got... Well, just I, give me an adjacent one. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, this, yeah, is, no, this cool. is all just arbitrary. Okay. Um, Sailor Moon and Frozen. Oh, that's great. So, <laughs> like... We got the the Sailor Moon gals who are basically already a sisterhood, and they're out and they're they're all about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them like develops way too powerful. She's like, so there's Moon. What is it? Sailor Venus, Sailor Jupiter, right? Am I wrong? I, about I literally that? have no idea. I watched it one time. With I know my there's a guy Josh named Tuxedo Mask. Yeah, that seems true. It's a hunk named Tuxedo Mask because he wears a tuxedo and a mask. I mean, who knows if he's a hunk under there, but he does look very dapper. So, yeah, so we got one of them and then, you know, just Mercury is ascending or something. And one of them has like this terrifying like ice power that like is unleashed out of her. And she's terrified that it's going to, you know, harm the other sailors and so she goes and she isolates herself off into like this frozen kingdom uh, where she's, she's uh, you know, completely isolated. And through song, the other two sailors have to figure out a way to, uh, to break her out of her frozen shell of loneliness. I'm pretty they sure they just have like powers where they like go silhouette and then are naked for a second and then they just fight crime i don't remember them what being naked i was just in silhouette i do remember because i watched it as a kid and again found it, it a big deal strangely arousing sure. <laughs> so, okay well let's see I if i can find something on this arousing list that doesn't give you a boner okay um, let's like it was a childish me who got boners i mean now uh in this economy <laughs> all right uh Pick uh, one Z. One Z. Okay. Firefly. Okay. And Party of Five. Oh. Okay. It's called Party of Flies. Okay. <laughs> <And> got it. <laughs> it's the Party of Five crew on the uh, Serenity, uh-huh. the, uh, the Firefly ship. Uh-huh. And they are just dealing with a very, very Party of Five style scenario. In space, and are they, that's all. Like, and it's are they just also, one of those... Are they also just flies who were raised by their oldest sister? <laughs> yeah. Party of that's flies. That's right. <laughs> it's really, it's really multidimensional at that point. But mm-hmm. it's, you know, this would be one of those where the fact that they're on the ship has nothing to do with anything. It's just party of five and they happen to be on this place, like one of those where you're like, "What? Well, you didn't even use the convention, you know? <laughs> yeah, like it, uh, who's in that show? <laughs> Never mind. In Firefly or Party of Five? Party of Five. I mean, obviously, 
my boy Alan Tudyk is in Firefly. But yeah, I mean, you got his face. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I mean, I don't know people's names. It was a long time ago. Jennifer Love Hewitt? That sounds right. I don't know. Anyways. Um, okay, let's do one more, and then we can... Uh, and then we can be we done can with start this wrapping it up. self-indulgence. Okay, okay so uh, uh, you, I got, I got one picked out already. So you, you pick one to great. pair with it. Okay, N. Ooh. Should I, I not? Can, uh, no, no, no. N. N is N is perfect. Actually, um, N is Transformers. Okay. Very good. And I want you to cross that over with RPJ, Rocket Pack Jack. Oh, my god! And the Babylon virus. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, which is everybody, uh, Zach and I worked on a Christian superhero film called Rocket Pack Jack and the I Babylon virus. I worked on the props, i.e. the Rocket Pack, and yeah, the eponymous cool Rocket Pack Jack was played by our good friend Andrew here. Yeah, uh, I true. highly that's recommend true. that you find the trailer online and watch it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to know about Jesus, robots, rocket packs, and really that's all. crappy prop building, <laughs> no, the rocket pack was cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of it was fun. I, I had a great time on that shoot. I I had a great time I on mean, that shoot too, except that it was like a thousand degrees out. Yeah, so I would wear this full thick leather mm-hmm. biker jumpsuit mm-hmm. that would literally, I would unzip it when it was a hundred degrees out on our rooftop mm-hmm. and I would just condensate out of it. I was dying of exposure the whole time. You, it was fun. Yeah. You had to have lost like 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah. I definitely lost water weight. Like at the end of the day, I would be like, I would be pruny from just like bathing in my own sweat in this, yeah. like- in this thing. Well, finally, we're anyway. talking about something that gets me aroused. <laughs> me dying of exposure? Yes. Yeah, that, that's on brand. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you're okay. a Christian You're a okay. Christian spy with a so rocket. I'm a, Chris, I'm a Christian spy with a rocket pack, and I hear in the good town of Rocket Town that there's a bunch of hullabaloo mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. So I, I take to the skies, and I say, what's all this hullabaloo about? And I look down at the hullabaloo, and it is the Transformers who okay. have come for the rocket technology, more specifically the Decepticons, who, right. as you know, are agents of the literal Christian devil. Right. And uh, <laughs> were made by the devil because he can't make living things because that's within, you know, God's arena. Yeah, we all know uh, that from these, Faust. Yeah, we made these these living robot things that are just these nightmare creatures and so rocket pack jack with the power of lasers missiles Uh and jesus christ Uh has to fight off the decepticons uh finally (laughs) the most potent weapon of them all jesus (laughs) h christ (laughs) so finally there's a moment where all of the decepticons are down the other agents of what was it in the rocket pack? Like they were the it's not agents, shield. It's not. Oh, what is it? It's called? like a shield derivative. It's a yeah. It's a, another. It's an silly acronym. acronym. But I'm sorry, Steve. You're not listening. But you're a great director <laughs> and a good man. And thank you for including us in that project. Um, 
But the <laughs> so we're so there's the moment where Rocketbat Jack is facing off against Megatron. Uh, mm-hmm. and Megatron says, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, forgive me, I, I shouldn't have attacked the town. Why and, would Megatron uh, apologize for anything? Well, just wait. Okay, um, all right, sorry. And then uh, On the edge of my seat. <laughs> and so Rocketpack Jack turns the other cheek and is like, I forgive you, like, go in peace. And as he's turning, Megatron uh, stabs Rocketpack in, Jack in the back through his Rocketpack, uh, like... And as he lay there dying, the other agents like come around, uh, hold, come hold around on, to him. Hold on, like, a, hold on one second, Andrew. Uh huh. Did you just make yourself a martyr in a yeah. Christ narrative? Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta commit to the bit. Okay. And so as he's dying, he says, "Forgive him. You. He knows not you. what they did." As you're dying. Yeah. Yeah, as yeah, well, Rocket Pack Jack. I mean, in this scenario, he's you know he's more. He's a symbol. Uh, so uh, and as he's dying, so he expires, and Megatron is about to uh, take the Rocket Pack, which is the mm-hmm. technology uh, invented by Zach Dunsing, which is you know, mm-hmm. what he wanted to use that technology. Uh, but what he didn't know is that when he hit like the warp core in it or something, he set off a a fusion reaction that swallows up uh, Megatron. So it was his own uh, viciousness that ended up like destroying the technology and in, in the end himself, which is an allegory for mm-hmm. sin. Hubris. Well. So yeah, so that's a uh, that's Rocket Pack Jack and the and the Transformers. It sounds like a pretty cool crossover. Thanks. We should get Steve on that. <laughs> I don't think that Steve would be a fan of any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, it's appropriate that you guessed the Transformers on the last one, because I, I, I now have one last final quick uh, but separate game that I would like to play with you. Okay. It's called Transform, Mary Kill. Ooh. And <laughs> I'm going to give you the names of three Transformers, and you have to you have to tell me which one you'd want to kill, which one you'd want to marry, and which one you'd want to... Um, I mean, it's still, it's still, f- <laughs> but you're just, you're, it's your dick that's transforming. I got it into like a robotic dick that will, yeah. you know, which will just slay, you know, what are the other ones? Not Decepticons, just Transformers. Insect, Insecticons. Insecticons. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. okay so, uh, you got. Optimus Primal. Okay, is that a beast form of? Like, that is that is okay. So I that is he turns into a gorilla. He is the Beast Great. Wars version of Optimus Prime. Also, when they these first three are all from Beast Wars, and when they um, transform into their alter uh, forms, it's literally called going into beast mode. <laughs> Sick. I'm gonna so, go into beast mode in Optimus Primal for sure. Optimus Prime. Beast Mole. Box. <laughs> Scissor Boy. Oh, how can I choose? I want to miss Primal. Beast Box, Scissor Boy. And keep in mind, you have to one of them. Okay. Um, I'm going to kill. 
scissor boy, because even though I like the idea of scissoring, I'm just afraid that it will cut off my transformer dick for sure. Yeah, well, and also it's I guess he what he transforms into is an earwig, which is oh, not sexy. that is not cute. Okay. In the words of the hot minute gals, not. So, uh, <laughs> great plug. Uh, <laughs> um, I would marry Optimus Primal. He's got a good right. heart, and as a gorilla, he's got hands, and that comes in sure. handy. And uh, and then I would obviously uh, be. Beast Box, because well, I got to know what that's all about. Well, obviously, also Beast Box, also a gorilla. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I mean, the hands can still come in handy. We're going to sure. bring hand stuff back. Yeah, Maybe 2019 is the year we're bringing, bringing hand stuff back. <laughs> we're bringing it back. Okay. Um, okay. RC, thrust, blur. Ooh. Uh, well, I'm... I'm going to make love to thrust because yes, you know, obviously they're they're doing half the work there. Uh, I'm going to marry RC. Great choice, only female transformer. <laughs> great. I mean, I could probably marry a male transformer. I mean, I might transform uh, honestly once me. I don't when you know, get you know when you get down to it, you can't even tell the difference with transformers. That's true, and they like, can sort of they can sort of make whatever to... you need work. Yeah, they're transformers, and so can we be, and we're going to need to be to transform society. Uh, and I would kill Blur, because <laughs> kill him, I, I don't kill, know. Kill Blur. Yeah, what's Blur's deal? Uh, Blur's a car who talks really fast, like he just did a ton of cocaine. Yeah, we'll kill that car. Blur. Um, yeah. Okay, I got two more for you. Great. Um. Ironhide, okay. Starscream, ooh, Devastator. <laughs> oh man, uh, I want to marry Devastator. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> at least they're upfront with how you know <laughs> how a relationship yeah. can sure. go. Uh, I would, uh, I would scar Starscream because yeah, that sounds time. exciting, and I would kill. What was the other one? Ironhide. Ironhide? Yeah. Just because I I would feel tough for doing so. It feels like well, that's a pretty hard one to kill. Ironhide, for the record, is basically just like a vanigan. <laughs> What's that? A vanigan? Like a, a you van? Know, volts. No, what? <laughs> no, I didn't just mispronounce the word van. <laughs> or just another van? A van Do you know what a van again? <laughs> a van again? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, you I know this know like Volkswagen... Um, like convertible vans that have like the pop-up tops and the I love those. Th- yeah, they're called vanigans. They're great. Oh, I should have married Ironhide. But you should have married late. Ironhide. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, well, you're you're stuck with Devastator. I'm Devastator. <laughs> See, it's already <laughs> <Devastated>. happening. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, oh. <laughs> last one. Wide right. load. Ooh, yeah. Get it. Top spin. Okay. Power glide. Hmm. Can I just can all I just of them? Have sex with all of them? <laughs> yes, that's yes you can. That's the correct answer. <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's do it. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, great. <laughs> I now pronounce you Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Devastator. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Great. All right. Uh, well, uh, good times. Good night, Zach. <laughs> good, good night, and uh, congratulations, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs>